Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. It's time for counterculture. Are you tired of how divided our world has become? We desperately need stories of peace and healing. We find the bridge builders across the globe who are stepping into the divides of culture and bringing understanding, compassion, and reconciliation. And now, here's your hosts, Jonathan Sanborn and Lisa Jernigan. And hello again. Is it weird to say I like my theme song? No, I, I'd hope you would or you wouldn't choose it. <laughs> 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 I guess I didn't choose it. <laughs> I just it makes me happy, and I hope you, li- as the listener, are just you like it as well. I think it makes you want to just dance or move or do move something, chill, right? Dance, move, and chill all at the same time. Right, that's not a bad thing. Dance, chill, chill, dance, chill, dance, chill, dance. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like river dance, except there's less leg work. Exactly, it's all <laughs> in, it's couch. all in the shoulder all action, kind of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jonathan, and I'm Lisa. So hey, glad I, wait, wait, I missed you last time. I know. Some stuff came down, and thank you for filling in for me. See, that's the great thing about a partner. I, I know, exactly. Two or better than one. So we may have talked about you behind your back a little bit. <sighs> I'm, not, I'm not saying we did. I'm not saying we didn't. <sighs> it wasn't the same. It wasn't for the same. Sure. Okay. For sure. For sure. The guests seem to like you. Well, I, I hope so. I like them, but we still <laughs> missed you. It was okay. like, yeah. I, I, I live large. You do. You do. <laughs> we do. So, but that's why I like you. Well, thanks. I'm a yeah. large person, <laughs> and for radio, just you know, I'm not a I'm not a big guy, but no. just I live, but I live large. You do, and I love so, that because it makes it makes you interesting. Interesting. That's good. Okay. That's a good. So, thing. and I want the show to be interesting. Counter so counterculture. We're about peacemaking. I want to, but I want to turn it up a notch. Let's so I want to throw a few ideas out to you. Okay. See what you think, and just so you know, there's a cone of safety around. So I can accept feedback, and we can. You might love all three, and you want to do all three. You might love. You might hate all three. That's okay. This is a safe place. Okay. So there's. And all, it's just you no, and me. Just talking, you and me. Right? No one's listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one, okay. counterculture, right? Tastes great, more filling. What do you think? No, <laughs> but it's it's kind of like the beer commercial, but we make oh, it sure kind of Christianize it, and you're fulfilled. Because <laughs> I, I, how much I, you know, how much I love that. I I know taking something the world does and then making it Christian. I know. I love that. I know. <laughs> Have you ever been to like a church where they took popular song lyrics that used to be popular in the '80s? They yeah. would take. Did, did, have we talked about this? No. No. They. They take songs that were popular, and then they said, "Well, we can't sing it that way, so we'll make it a Christian." Yes, and they you're change right. The they, lyrics. Remember you're that? Right. Yes, I do. So we're dating ourselves. We, we are dating ourselves, that, right? <laughs> but this is fun. But we're in a safe place. There was a, a song called "Pour Some Sugar on Me" by Def Leppard. I didn't know that one. You don't know? Pour no. some sugar on me. Okay, not a Christian song, obviously. Right. But Christian said we need to. We like that song, but mm. we can't say those lyrics. So we're going to say, "Pour some scripture on me." Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, okay, I'm not sure. So about that. I, we can, okay. I'm not. So we can't do that one. Okay, no. I'm fine. Well, I'm, that that one's in the garbage bin. All right, all right. Okay, next one. 
counterculture, smooth jazz. What do you think? And with that accent and everything. Yeah, yeah. you got to have the yeah, breathy. Okay. It's, 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 it, everyone likes smooth jazz, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think that has possibilities. <laughs> I'll put that on the you're, possibilities. You're, you're, you're humoring me. I'm, I'm, no, no. I'm, <laughs> you know what? It takes a moment. It takes a moment. But that has the other one was <laughs> not, no. not, this one is like okay okay, okay. Uh, yeah so here's an okay final one this okay. is one I think the kids will like okay counterculture where the booty don't stop oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I think it, it's got sizzle it's got it you, you're right it does it does uh, <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves booty. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to respond to that. I knew I'd have that reaction. That's why I did it. I know. It makes me the shock happy. and awe, right? The shock and awe. Well, maybe we could say it's like like the, those delicious chips p- pirate booty. Oh yeah. And so we're, we get them as a sponsor of the show. I I what do, do you love think? your creativity, and I do love that you're thinking out of the box. Okay, I'll keep working on I'll, this. I'll give you those. I'll keep working All on right. this. All you right. Know, I think I, I we feel, should ask the listeners, ju- like, what do you what think? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and they'll go, what are you thinking? Yeah, that's what do you, what do you, what do you, I think that's where, what, what uh-huh. we're going to happen here. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, right. But I am, I am open to critique and feedback. I I'm, love that. I'm growing as a person. So, yeah. That it's and like, you know what? And that's a lot. That's a lot. Because a, a lot of people lot are of people not. people don't. They've got it all figured out. Right. Right. No. Yes. So I that think that's a, I that's a good quality. So here's where I think. I've been okay. thinking about like what makes someone a peacemaker? What you know, what is the the prerequisites? We've talked about a few mm-hmm. kind of like big picture like listening or which mountain are you going in, how you orient right. yourselves to to the world and to problems. But I think this is a a a, a virtue okay. conversation. And so, and I keep coming back to this. This every time I hear about peacemaking, there's something that has to happen underlying it. Okay. And that is, there needs to be humility. I you totally can't. Agree. You can't be a peacemaker if you're fundamentally proud, right? I totally agree. Okay. Is that does that seem like a totally? So I wanted to talk about that today. Okay. I think that would be a great. Like, what does it mean to be? What is real humility? I mean, we and we use the Bible as our as our reference point, and but let's flush that out a bit because, and so let's start first with like what, um, well, f- okay, I, I I think visually, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I think right. like, and I keep coming. So you know who Copernicus is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, who is Copernicus? You mean the town or the person? The person. Okay, I'm not really. No, I'm not heard. sure. I've yeah, heard, okay, but I'm not sure. Yeah, an old guy. Well, he, I guy, just think he of just, a- he. He was the one who looked at – he was an astronomer, looked up and said – That's right. That's right. Maybe that – maybe it isn't that the sun revolves around us. Right. Maybe it's that we revolve around the sun. That's right. And that didn't go over – especially even the church actually didn't like that mm-hmm. because they felt like, well, it's, the Bible says the sun moved across the sky and right. we and, – and this is a right. challenge to the way of the world. And he's just like, I'm just – the science says it seems like we're actually revolving around the sun. And I tend to think in the same way, humility is what what revolves around what. Mm, that's good. And so if we put what's our, in the center. What's in the center? Real humility, in a sense, puts, puts God in the center. 
God is the sun, and we are the earth revolving around, and we need to make sure where we're positioned. Rather than God serving us, others are serving us. It's all about me, my success, my dreams, my my world. Right. It's about what is God. God is if God is at the center, mm-hmm. then we're in the right orbit. We're in the right orientation. I like that. So that that, that visual of like orbits, yeah, kind of helps me to think about it because I think also, um, we can also sense like we can put not just ourselves in the center. We can put like me and my people, mm-hmm. my either my my political group or my church is in the center of everything, and so everything is related. To, it all comes back to how they think about my country, my thing. And we miss, that means we're out of orbit because we're, we're not, that's not the center. Right. Right. There's even those maps uh, you've seen where they put like, like most of the maps we get here, put America right in the middle. Yes. And we think that's how the yes. world is. Yes. And then they move it around actually like how things are, where it depends on what angle you're looking at. Maybe yes. it is, we're not, we're not the middle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? And exactly. actually it makes more sense if we're not because of the way the the map edge, yeah, you know, so really. That's so interesting, yeah. right? Because it's how we perceive it. We, how we perceive it. Is how we, we perceive it is what we think is truth. Right, yeah. So that visual I keep going back to is that we're not the center mm. and God is the center. And the more God is always trying to bring about real humility in us, and so he wants to make it so that He we revolve around his plans for right. us and not just – he trying to bless our plans. And right. so and all of that comes back to humility. And so I think there's also one problem that we don't like that word. We one, we don't ask for it, but I I would contend that humility is like the greatest gift that we never ask for. I agree. Because that and patience. That and patience, yeah. Isn't that true? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't it's like, oh Lord, it makes me... I feel like if you ask for patience. <laughs> God's going to give you something right. that you're going to have to use patience. Yeah. Like, I don't want to have to practice patience. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But actuality, if you think about it, all, pretty much everything hinges on humility. Mm-hmm. So um, it's – and I would say all virtue matters. You know, like how can you be a loving person if you're – if it's all about yourself? If you're, if the, you're center the center of the uni- universe. If you're the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. But if I'm – if I meet someone and I'm just getting them to love – praise me or love me and I'm not thinking about them, that's, I'm not a loving person. Or I'm getting – or I, I might even give them money, but it's, if it's about making me feel better, if it's about me and my reaction – And you have an agenda. Then I have an agenda. Right. And, and, then I, or, and then if they aren't grateful, I would get angry. Right. right? It's right. Really, because it was actually about right. me in the first place. Right. You know. Yeah. But if we really think about what is God's you – know, what is God's the, at the center and what does God want to do in that person's life – then it's you know that's just something. So so love all actually all the virtues mm-hmm. come out of uh, like come out of humility because right. pride. They said all the all the sins come out of pride, then all the virtues come out of humility. Mm, so that's so the more we orient ourselves rightly to God, the more does that make sense? Am I totally does. with me? Oh, totally does. Okay, because I'm as as, as you're talking, I'm just you know how I'm right. having visual. I know. In my head, because I think we do do it. I love that analogy of the orb, you know, in the orbit. Yeah. Like, who's at the center and what's revolving right. around who? And then when you even talked about thinking differently, that's countercultural, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, how do we think differently? Because we, in some ways, we've been trained to put ourselves in the center. And a lot of times, right? Mm-hmm. And our culture today yes. says you are the most important person and make sure yeah. that 
you go for go yeah. for the gusto, right? Yeah. Go for it because um, you matter. It's a mo- and you do, but I mean, you're the most right. important thing. We're right. God's culture is no. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think you you mentioned there is a, a um, people view humility falsely. They have a yes. they can have a false humility. humility. And that's where they think like, oh, I'm such a bad person. Like it's they, yet they're still always talking about themselves. Right. You know, it's right. really right. And and you you really believe that you're some you're you're the center of everything. It's all about you. But you you talk as if how miserable you're how how all your problems are the worst in the world right. and how bad everything is. Right. right. And so and there's I wouldn't. This is not a, a clinical diagnosis, but I do think there are certain forms of depression. Mm-hmm. That is because we become so self-absorbed. Oh, absolutely. Don't you th- wouldn't you see? Have oh, you seen that? Oh, for sure. Because when all of our focus is on ourselves, that is kind of depressing. Yeah, it right? is. It because is we depressing. have to be others focused, outward focused. Yeah. And when we're too inward, then we're blinded to so many yeah. things. Yeah. And so I think there can just be a, a really bad, like false humility that that just really makes it all about ourselves. And and they, like people like you know, there's this like. They could say something like, "I've." Let's say you shared something that is bad that's going on, and then I try to top it. Right, <laughs> like, right, like really, right. Oh, you think that's bad? Well, right. I had that. You know? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so, where do you see ego? Ego. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's the the well. We ego is the sense of how, like. Tell me what you mean by ego. Well, ask. I think a lot of we have our egos can get in the way mm-hmm. because. I think of ego. You're you're focusing on yourself, again, right? Right. What's best for me? My ego. Right. I I know the answer. I right. have it. I'm protecting. As long I want to benefit from this, yeah. right? My ego. A lot of and and a lot of times we can't even see it in ourselves, right? But I think sometimes you you look at people have a you know a strong ego. There's healthy egos and there's right. But I'm not talking a healthy one. And you're like they need to be humbled. Yes. Right? Yep. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> need That's brought right. down a, a notch or two. Right. So. Do you see, like, I mean, I don't think we see ego in ourselves necessarily. We have a really hard time discerning right? that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what it really is to, to label it, to call it out. Mm-hmm. And that might be a good ego test is how do you handle criticism? Right. You know, do you lash out? Do you instantly reject it? Are you, you know, defensive? Defensive. Yeah. Right. Justifi- justifying it. And I think that's a good one of the many uh, humility tests. Right. Like, is how do you handle criticism like you know or, i think that absolutely is yeah right it could be your criticism something that you maybe even you value because you know if you if you get defensive on it and that and so still remember like chuck fitzgerald you, our friend good friend yes, chuck he yes. just said i, just I made you really yeah oh, one of my favorite people he, he goes i made it never to be offended and right, right. he decided and he's right. he's lived it he oh, actually, for yeah. sure so for sure and so i think um because there are examples of false humility or this sort of that's why people want this a sense of ego and healthiness. Mm-hmm. But I, I do just from a Christian perspective, I think people get off track about humility and they get what I call worm theology. Okay, <laughs> where they just think all they know is how bad and sinful they are. Okay, they, yes, and they're yes. just like, and some and there's some denominations that heavily emphasize that. I mean, are we sinful and fallen before God? Yes, and right. so and I yet that. That isn't the primary way that God wants to view His children. Exactly. As like, oh, you're a sinful worm. No, you're you're my. You have you have sinned. You have fallen apart. And I and I have called you to myself. Sit on my lap as my beloved exactly. child of God. Exactly. 
rather than you wallow in this. Even Paul calls doesn't call the church other the people in other churches, he goes to the saints in Ephesus. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't say to the sinners in Ephesus. Right. <laughs> he, you're right. He, his way of viewing other brothers and, and identifying and, and identifying them. Right. Is as familial and ultimately as the saint as saints, even though he he's very well aware of the, mm-hmm. the sins of, of Corinth or whatever, mm-hmm. if he can still call them saints. Right. Right. So, right. so I think there's that people, there is a, a branch that kinds of like it's just w- this sort of oh worm the I'm depravity, nobody, the depravity. Right. and again I I've been around strong Calvinism and I, there's a p- aspects of that that I do embrace that uh, we are sinful and fallen before God yet the gospel knowing who I am in Christ and the power of the gospel over that gives me a new way to engage the world so Sometimes we ra- yeah. park there we though park, right yes yeah and we don't see us beyond that part yeah like to your point the the saints good. Right. Yeah. And so, how do you see beyond that? Because that, that's who God sees in us, mm-hmm. right? We tend to stop short, and I think that's how we stop short with uh, with people. We just see their actions, yeah, are the sin, and we kind of label or we stick that instead of going, they're the beloved child of mm. God, and seeing them as God sees them. Mm. That, and that's my prayer a lot of times because it's it's easy to walk around our communities when you're out in public or walk around. You see people, yeah. And you're not even aware. I've been trying to make myself aware of how I see people because mm. how we see people is how we treat them, right? Right. right. And so it comes to humility. Do I think I'm above somebody, mm-hmm. a certain group, or do am I humble enough to go, you know what? I'm flawed. Yeah. I, I mean, we're all equals in, this, yeah. in the eyes of God, right? And um, just helping me to see people as, as Jesus sees them, right? So, and that's so hard. That so hard. Because yeah. we've been informed in, by so many, you know, media or just grow our life experience, mm-hmm. you know, families of origin who had, you know, right. and so we have, sometimes we carry these perceptions of people that we don't even realize we carry. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's so true. Yeah. I also think there's, uh, people can be in certain Christians can be afraid of using the word pride. Like mm-hmm. there is a good, I am like, if I told my daughter, I'm proud of you. Right. Is that, that, is that a negative? No. No. And oftentimes, even marginalized groups have often said, no, we're like, I remember there's this James Brown song, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Right. Because of the, of, in the, growing in the 60s, mm-hmm. the, the, the devaluing of, of black life mm-hmm. and in the culture and in, in, in general. Right. Just to say that was a, an important statement. So it's, it doesn't mean that. Some be, someone's humble. Nothing about the worth of something, right? right? It's right. like just and in the same back of the analogy, just because the sun is so is so massive and powerful doesn't mean the earth is worthless, right? It has no value. Right. We can still say that we need incre- each other. We need each other. We ha- it has beauty and dignity. It matters, and say in the same way, we can be have a healthy view of self that we matter. We're beautifully and wonderfully made, and to be proud of and who to we be are. proud of who we are, and we can be proud of the achievements. Of someone else, but that's different than the the like the I. Uh, it's all about me, right. and I'm orienting myself around me and myself or my. my so, people. how do you think we create that self awareness when I'm stepping outside of a humility box and I'm in a danger <laughs> zone? Right. Well, I think it's unfortunately it's it has to be we're we're so not good at learning mm-hmm. this that it has to be forced on us. Yeah. I think God regularly gives us lessons to to humble us 
And I pray that I learned those quickly, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Lord, I, didn't I get the humble lesson last I know, year? right? Right? <laughs> and they, they I don't need 102. Come, yeah. And this is a quote that when I heard it the first time, I hated it. And so just be ready for this. All right. But g- those whom God will God use greatly, he f- must first break greatly. Ew. I know. I felt the same way when I heard it, but it's that's the necessity right. of to be used by God. There, there is usually a, a huge breaking point, mm-hmm. and we've seen that on our show with all the various right. guests. Oh, sure. Before they got into doing whatever great things they're doing, there usually is some kind of big breaking. A moment, a, a moment, uh, right. or a season right. of. Like that, that gal who was uh, watched her, you know, uncle get pulled over and then taken, deported immediately. Right. And she lived with this fear because of what she saw. Like, or the person who had a child, you know, or see some, something that they saw that just broke them. Sure. So we're, I mean, so I do think there, that that humbling of the lack of control of the situation and the lack of that it really is it's the world's so much bigger than myself mm-hmm. and waking us up to that really shows us yeah i can't i you might make all the right decisions about your health and then get cancer right you might right. raise your kids amazingly and then think they go off the rails or you might do everything right financially and suddenly you're broke or whatever right. so there's no magic there's formula. There's no magic formula and that's what you know me and my mm-hmm. husband we talk about even in ministry yeah. you know because you think if we do this and if we do yeah. this, you know, and it should produce this. And it doesn't it doesn't happen with our kids. Yeah. And it doesn't happen with people and relationships. And so there is no magic formula. We're always looking for it though, <laughs> I right? Want, I want I it. want that magic formula. Give me formula. the formula. Right. Yeah. I would so if there was an easier way. Right. So I do think but I it's also a way I think we can examine well we shouldn't focus on the humility of other people. <laughs> like right. you're, it's really dangerous to call out someone's pride. In fact, if it's it's almost a guaranteed conflict if you point out someone's pride, right? right. Because by definition, they'll resent it. They'll not right. like it because you're questioning yeah. who they are, right? Yeah. If you're if you're right, right. exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. And if you're wrong, it's a conflict too. So but I think it's good to yeah. have somebody in your life that you give permission, yeah, to speak into your life. Good. Right? To say uh-huh. things. Because like, um, well, my family, like my daughter, sometimes she'll say, okay, you, like she's giving me feedback on something. Okay. And she'll, and I'll say something. And I know that my nature is to defend myself right away. Mm. Because mm-hmm. it's like, well, yeah, but I did because of da, 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 right? right? Instead of just receiving the feedback, yeah. I immediately want to defend my actions. And she will say, I don't want you to be defensive. Just just hear this, which is so good because I know she yes. loves me. Yeah. She cares. She wants me to be my best self, and I'm not my best self if I'm defending on feedback and not learning, right? And we can't. I can't see it in myself. Right. So when she points it out, I'm like, thank you. You're right. It's still hard, but you're right. I don't want to be that person. And I guess yeah. even asking ourselves, who do I want to be? Good question. Right? Do I want to be a person that's seen as prideful mm-hmm. and arrogant mm-hmm. or do I want to be seen as a person that's yeah. a learner that's humble yeah that receives feedback that's mm-hmm. on a journey of that yeah. and so I think that's where we have a choice mm. I, there's a, a moral imperative in scripture that of God's orientation to us and he basically says I'm God is opposed to the proud but mm. gives grace to the humble mm. and I think knowing that that's the basis for grace 
and for right. the, which is the source of power in our lives. And right. real, like, shouldn't we long for humility? And that's really a good know? point because we don't put those two together, yeah. right? Grace yeah. and humility. Yeah. Because we can't receive grace when we think we deserve, right? Right. We feel entitled to something. Right. Or, you know, this is a, you know, it's grace because it's undeserved and I didn't deserve it because I'm, I have the right view of myself. Right. And, uh, you know, um, so, yeah, just something I've been thinking about because been I just. Noodling yeah, on? noodling on. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I do want to, I think, seek out to, to, to you, to, to, to all, everyone listening, find humble people. Mm-hmm. And I think when we listen and hear from them, mm-hmm. we can learn a lot. Absolutely. Like you said, if, if we're really smart, we can learn lessons that other people have learned. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll get the hard ones ourselves. I want to learn it through you yeah, so that's that right. I don't have to experience. <laughs> that would be so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Because none of us want to learn that hard lesson. Oh, no, no. I and I've gotten my my rear kicked so many times that by have, life, right? and you too. Oh, I yeah. know you've, but it's just, but thank you, Lord, for that. If if that's what it can produce, and how unbelievably valuable real humility is in our relationship with God, in relationship with others, and how our ability to truly love them, to even appreciate the you know the world around us, and be right. gr- gratitude is a reflection of humility, not of of pride you know there's so many wonderful things that come out of humility yeah. but been a great discussion i, I just thank you this has been you, it's you a good thing to, for bringing this you up you know and how to bring like, good stuff out of me oh i we like asking questions you bring out you do too you challenge me because you got me got me going <laughs> well thank you for tuning into counterculture and talk to you next week thank you for listening today counterculture is made possible by amplify peace Educating, immersing, training, and launching peacemakers to build united communities. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com bundle. USAA. Restrictions apply.